Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Pop Everything, uh, the internet's foremost pop culture podcast, uh, where some uh, folks uh, gab about pop culture. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. And I'm Tom. And with us this episode is a very, very special guest. You know her from plays. <laughs> you know her... From the theater. From... Uh, th- Films. <laughs> you know her from being my good friend. Here with us is Aaron Lee Schmoyer. Wow. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, was that an okay intro? What did you want me to say? Normally I say like, oh, what do you want me to say about Yeah, you? but you didn't do that. You're not a professional. I think that that was perfectly fine because I feel like a lot of your listeners do know me from plays. <laughs> <laughs> we have a big theater audience. Huge, huge off and off of Broadway theater <laughs> A lot of like indie theater people <laughs> are really into this show. And I, and I enjoy that. Why do you think I'm on this? Just to, I'm trying to get jobs. It's the best way to get a job. <laughs> it's the best way to give back. You're right. Exactly. Um, to the kids. So you're a, a good friend. Mm-hmm. Great actress. Thank you. And huge fan. Uh, above all. Of the lady of the hour, <laughs> Miss Jennifer Garner. Woo, the crowd goes wild. So we're doing, we're doing this episode about... Jennifer Gardner. Guest gets to pick. Gardner or Gardner? Gardner. Gardner. There's, there's no, no D. D. Or no D or the D silent? No no D, to my knowledge. <laughs> okay. It, I think it like... To my knowledge. I think, <laughs> this is, I think it might have left when her like great-great-grandparents came through Ellis Island. They got rid of that D? Yep. People couldn't handle it. I feel it like, if anything, they would have added the D. You they think? Been, like, Why would you Gardner. add no, let's make it gardener. No, That's already no, a thing. No, no, You'll no. doom us to a life of being gardeners. Yeah, exactly. and then they'd be like, yeah, and you're you're an immigrant coming through Ellis Island. You'll be lucky. Get yeah, in there. Now there, get in there, you scamps. I don't know how much you know about like early America, but there weren't a lot of jobs as gardeners. Sure there were, but they called them farmers. Um, so you got to choose. We said uh, <laughs> yep. we, we can talk about anything you want in the realm of pop culture. First mm-hmm. you said... Uh, I want you to read all of those uh, Donald Trump books. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're like, that's pro- that's more political these days. In the right. past, it would have been pop culture. Right. So mm-hmm. it doesn't count. Yeah. So you were like, well, then give me my 
copies of The Art of the Deal and Crippled America back mm-hmm. and my VHS copy of Home Alone 2, <laughs> which I believe Donald Trump was cut out of. Anyway, and so you came back and you were like, no, I love Jennifer Garner. Mm-hmm. I do. We're going to talk. And I don't know anything about Jennifer Garner. Really? So like prior to I knew to about her. I knew that she was married to Ben Affleck. But did you know that before that, she was married to Scott Foley? And before that, she was married to the Affleck duck. <laughs> oh, that's where she got That's where she got the last name Affleck. Yeah. And that's why she couldn't take Ben Affleck's last exactly. name. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because then yeah. it would be Jennifer Affleck Affleck. <laughs> right. Uh, I saw on Wikipedia that she was married. I, well, and actually in this interview, which we'll talk about, her Vanity Fair interview, mm-hmm. it was referred to as a starter marriage. It was in a way that made me be like, oh. Well, there's not a, <laughs> that's a thing, a starter marriage? Right. Like, I mean, I call all my ex-boyfriends starter marriages. <laughs> yeah, that's why they're all exes. While yeah. you're in the relationship? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, like, this <laughs> is great. This is just like being married, right? <laughs> yeah, I just talk about him as my starter husband all yeah. the time. When you introduce him to <laughs> this people. This is to my new people. starter husband. <laughs> Yikes. Um, what is it about uh, Jagar that uh, you... Uh... Here's the thing. Can yeah. I tell you... I'm sorry to 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 Kanye your Taylor Swift right now. Right, I was about to have an award, but uh, I she never struck me as some. Uh, she was always somebody that was like there <laughs> in but Hollywood. Like, yeah, but I never thought of her as like somebody that somebody would be like, oh, her. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. You well, that's because she took time off to be a mom, Tim. No, not she put her career secondary. That's not even what I'm talking about. Even in like in her Prime. alias uh, and uh, thirteen going on thirty, mm-hmm. Daredevil. Yeah, dude, where's my car? Uh, her time on Felicity. My super ex girlfriend was that one of them? No, no. that was uh, Uma Thurman. What was the what was the one that she was in that was like that? Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. That's a different. Film That's a different entire. genre. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, she Supernatural wasn't. girlfriend movies. <laughs> she was in that movie with Ricky Gervais where everybody lied. The invention of lying. Oh, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, so what's your question? Like, why <laughs> do I like her? Yeah, yeah. Like, what is it? Like, how would you describe her? Where does she fit mm. in in the Hollywood landscape? Here's the thing. I feel like Jennifer Garner is really great at, you know, being super simple being really clear, being ridiculously likable. Like, she has made a career from, like, being a sort of persona, which I think she can back up with, like, awesome acting chops. I also think we'd be very good friends. (laughs) She might replace you, Tim. Me? (laughs) Or Tom, maybe. Why not Tom? (laughs) Tom. If, Jen- if a movie star came in into our realm. Right. And I only have li- room for one yeah, of the two I like of you. to think Tom's on the cut hey. list before me. Well, we'll see. We'll see by the end of this episode. Well, I have a question for you two. Yes. Have you ever seen Jennifer Gardner in real life? No. Have well, you? I have. So Really? Yeah. I saw her walking down the street one day, like a year ago. What street? Uh, by uh, In the village where they have like an apartment. Interesting. Yeah. Did she seem like super fun and full of joy? No, it was like one of those things of where you see somebody and you're like, "Who do I? Who is that? Is that a friend of mine?" <laughs> and yeah, I was like, that's the thing about her. 
her. Yeah, so she's kind of like the relatable one, but not the like best. Fr- she's not really. She's the leading lady, right? That would be your best friend in real life. Exactly, because you want to like cheer her on and root for her. Well, I'll tell you, the day I saw her, she was all by herself. Looked like she didn't have any friends. She'd probably do it in business. She's probably busy. should have a- approached her, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then she could be. No, because she right was now, still with Tom. Ben Affleck at the time. It might. It was more than a year ago. Okay. So anyway, uh, and I would never. I always used to get her confused with uh, the Million Dollar Baby. Oh, with Hillary Swank. Yeah, no way. Are you kidding me? You want to know why? Why? Because they're both ponytail ladies. <laughs> okay, well. I can see that they both have ponytails, but if you look below their hairline, they are entirely different people. No, they uh, both have like strong features. Guys, their brands are very, very different. Like Hillary Swank is like tough and unlikable, and I wouldn't <laughs> say that about Swank. She's uh... and Jennifer Garner, lovable and also can be tough if need be. Yes. Yeah. Oh, brother. Uh-oh. Well, I can under I can see it, Tim. Tim, you got an outlaw in me. Thank you. Uh, Jennifer Garner presented an award at the Oscars the other night. Yeah, she mm-hmm. did, looking like a million bucks. A million dollar and baby yeah, herself. Well, yeah, I, I was like, oh, hey, there's the million dollar baby. <laughs> I was like, no, you idiot. That's Jennifer Garner. You were supposed to watch all these movies and television shows she appeared in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there she is, the next Karate Kid. No, That no. was Hilary Swank, too. Hilary Swank was in Karate Kid? The next Karate Kid. Not Karate Kid 2. No, it was technically, I think, the fourth film in the Karate Kid franchise. Mr. Miyagi was in it. Interesting. This is not about Hillary Swank or the Karate Kid or the Karate's Kid. This is about America's sweetheart, Jennifer Garner. See, okay. Uh, I have to tell you. Yeah. Uh, you gave us homework. I did mm-hmm. give you guys homework. Yes. And what did you choose? What I chose so that you guys got a really great understanding of why I love Jennifer Garner so much is to watch the entire series of Alias, which, <laughs> which is only no. six seasons. <laughs> of what? Like 23 episodes <laughs> of each? Of 23 episodes each. Do uh, the math. It's you like guys, 140 episodes. <laughs> you guys could have done that if you really committed to it. And I think would have enjoyed it. And B, to watch potentially one of my favorite films. It's, I mean, it's potentially my favorite. It's definitely on the list of favorites. 13 going on 30. You want to talk about 13 going on 31st or Alias? I say Alias because that's earlier in her career, correct? Absolutely correct. It kind of launched her as a leading lady. It absolutely did. Because prior to that, she was just doing small things. And guys, get this. Um, you know how like she had a couple of episodes of Felicity, Felicity mm-hmm. also written by J.J. Ab- Abrams. Mm-hmm. He is the one that was like, Come it's pronounced J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we went to the same alma mater. You and J.J.? Yeah. Sarah Lawrence? Yes. <laughs> um, and and w- different times, but probably had the same room. He asked her to do Alias, and she was like, I don't think I can do it. And he believed in her, and that, you know. Oh, that's baloney. Um, (laughs) I read it on the internet. (laughs) Why would an actor be like, oh, I don't think I can be the lead in a network show, and not be like, yeah, great, thank you. But like that, the character of Sidney Bristow Mm -hmm. is both emotionally challenging, asks a lot of range, and is physically demanding. Yeah, great. That's what actors are looking for. <laughs> I don't. I 
don't. I mean, I think she was being humble. The role know? of a lifetime or false humility. Maybe. Why? Why do you immediately <laughs> assume it's false humility? Exactly. I feel like she was young. How old was she? Hum- I don't know. Like maybe 25? like 25, 26, 27, I'd yeah. say. Um, she's 43 now and it was like 15 years ago. So 27, 28. Yeah. Yeah. And she played a college student, Sydney Bristow, mm-hmm. who also worked. Well, grad school student. That's. Well, here's the true? thing. Can I yes. tell you the thing? <laughs> Have you ever seen the show? <laughs> All of the episodes at least five times. Do you want to know why I think I originally was like, oh, you know what? I'm not into this lady. Sure, tell me about it. I thought she was James Garner's daughter. Oh, no, different. So Why would you... <laughs> and you hate nepotism? No, I do, because I was like, <laughs> oh, you know what? Because, like, especially when you see, like... I was looking through her IMDb, and you see, like, role, like tiny roles in, like... Uh, I, I, I don't have it up. I should have it up. Like uh, made-for-TV stuff. No, no, in, like... Big things? Bigger Big movies. Things. Yeah. And it was like, oh, so somebody pulled strings yeah. to Mm-mm. get her these tiny roles with, like, these really great directors to, like, uh, I'm trying to think what it is. Tim used to love Angelina Jolie until okay. he found out that John Voight was her dad. <laughs> then that was it. No, she was she was in Deconstructing Harry. Mm-hmm. Good uh, film. Yeah, she was in uh, Mr. Magoo. <laughs> Good film. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe it was just deconstructing Harry that I thought, like, oh, James Garner's people called mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a favor to old Woodsy over there and was like, put my daughter as nope. a woman in elevator. And mm-hmm. then, like, but no, she she's uh, from, she like, West Virginia it. or something. Yeah. yeah, she's from West Virginia. She went to, like, a pretty small college. Denison, I believe. Okay. A dentist school? Uh, yeah, she went for... She's a practicing dentist. <laughs> She's an oral surgeon. Um, and yeah, then she like moved to, uh, I think, New York, maybe LA. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but I do feel like I know so many people uh, in the arts mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I feel like uh, it's difficult to make a living in the arts. So like when somebody is the child... Of an established celebrity, mm-hmm. and they make it. I'm always like, oh yeah, no shit, they made it. Because yeah. like the hardest thing in the world to do is to get your foot in the door, yeah. and right. they were born with their dang the foot door. in the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. more than that, their whole legs caught in the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes me mad, and it makes me sort of dismiss them. As and that's people. why, that's why, but that's not I true. Erroneously dismissed Jennifer Garner for all no. these years. Untruth. So, uh, Jennifer, I know you're listening. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I find her to be extremely charming, right. if not a little <laughs> miscast. Not miscast. I don't think Alias is the perfect role for her. Uh, okay. Well, but you only watched the first season or the first episode, like the pilot, and right. Uh, I watched the season one premiere and finale. Right, but which you didn't watch the later the seasons, which I would assume. She grew into the role. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Like, yeah. you know what? I, I, I took her as uh, relatable, mm-hmm. uh, very nice, capable. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd want to be friends with her mm-hmm. as the co-ed. I just wanted it to be a show about that. When she was a spy. Really? Tim, Tim just wants to be friends with co-eds. <laughs> it's a real creep. When she was a spy, I was like, I don't like, I don't, I don't want to see her being like, when she like tells the, the, the bad guy, like, Bite me. 
It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Oh, is that necessary? <laughs> but guys, she had to do so many accents. She got to wear so many wigs. Yeah. The other thing is, I thought she was a master of disguise. She just wears <laughs> 10 different color wigs. Yeah, wigs make a big difference. Yeah, but she wears like blue wigs and you're supposed to be like, all right, that's a different person. It's not a person wearing a blue wig. No, it was <laughs> the clearly 90s. not the woman in the pink wig. First of all, <laughs> it was not the 90s. Was it not the 90s? No. No, no wait. This was a post 9-11 show by like a couple weeks. No way. Uh, really? Yeah. I know huh. you, you, before you started, you wrote a letter <laughs> to Jennifer Garner. I did, because in my head, I picture watching <laughs> Telling it. Telling her that, like, as a little girl, you watched her career. I picture watching it with my whole family when I was, like, 14. Yeah, no, it didn't happen. 2001, it started. Premiere was September 30th, 2001. Yeah. So I was already in college? Yeah. Huh. I'm aging myself right now. <laughs> Not if, not if you stick to that, uh, well, I was 14. Exactly. I told Jennifer Garner how she want, made me want to be a woman. Go on. Look, Jennifer Garner makes me want to be a woman. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Like, she embodies the best things about femininity. Um, I, I, would, I, I, would, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I like, uh, I thought Alias was a fine show. I, I like, think it's a great show. I did not realize that uh, like that was Bradley Cooper's big... Uh, Absolutely. Big B. Coops. B. Yeah, Coops. B. Coops. Or as I call him, uh, Bradley Cute-per. Absolutely. I call him Bradley Pooper. <laughs> See, this is a perfect example of why you are on the cut list. Yeah, exactly. Because... Because if... Like, oh, Jennifer Garner. All right. Let's say Jennifer Garner comes around right. and uh, Aaron Lee's like, all right, Tim, you're out of the, the, yeah. the circle. And uh-huh. then you're hanging out with Jennifer Garner and you're like, hey, how about that Bradley Pooper? Yeah. She's, she's got... Uh, Jennifer Garner's got a good mind to up and, and walk and out. Leave. Yeah. But maybe they had some uh, spats on set and she appreciated my honesty and she's like, you know what? That's pretty good. Now you're my best friend. Now you're my mean well, best uh, friend. Yeah. Aaron Lee, that's a, that's a liability for <laughs> yeah, you exactly. as well. Yeah. That's not good that's for me true. either. Uh, um, is Bradley Cooper in all the seasons of Alias? He's in most of the seasons of Alias. Okay. He does, Die. I think, get killed off at yeah. a certain point. Let me ask you this. I won't tell you when. But guys, like when I saw Bradley Cooper in Alias, A, I think, you know, my like... That's when you really... Puberty started. <laughs> and B, you know, right around when I was 19. And B, like I knew right then he was a star. That yeah, guy's a you star. Said, that guy's got it. <laughs> He's got the it. You know factor. when I knew when he was a star? When, Tim? In the pilot of Alias. Or in, uh, in, uh, in when, uh, mm-hmm. judging by... Yeah. When uh, they're at the funeral of uh, her boyfriend. Oh, oh there's spoilers for a 15-year-old TV show. Alert. <laughs> um, and he's uh, hanging out with a little kid, just like, uh, you know, like giving the kid high five yeah. or like playing a game, like just what hand it is. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is a charming dude. Cause like, I don't know any dudes that like could go up to some kid after a funeral where their mom wouldn't be like, get out of here, weirdo. Stop mm-hmm. talking to my kid. <laughs> right. Totally. I was like, oh, a man charming enough to do that is a Clooney in my book. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I didn't understand that first episode, just to talk for a minute, mm-hmm. why she had to tell her boyfriend she was in the CIA. 
Okay, so here's the thing. They were about to get married. They were engaged. And like, I feel like she just felt like they were too... She didn't want to have the secret from him. And at the she time... She hadn't been in the CIA that long yet, right? No, she had not. She Seven was, years. Seven years, really? That was what the voiceover in the beginning of the... Episode? Of the season finale oh. was. Oh. And unless that was like uh, a long that was period. Only a year. No, it was only like a year. Because they were like seven years ago, I was approached to be in the CIA. When she was like a freshman in college, yeah. which then makes sense why you thought she was like in grad school. Welcome but- back to Figuring Out Alias. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, A, it was great dramatic, like storytelling that they like got in the shower and took off all their clothes to make sure there yeah, were no bugs. Which her her husband, her ex-husband stole the idea for later in Gone Girl. That's I mean But added, we'll do the same thing, but get this, you'll see my wiener for like half a second. I don't think you did, did you? Yeah, you definitely saw his wiener for half a second. <laughs> I'll go frame by frame later and show you. <laughs> Another wait. uh Reason you probably should cut Tom out when Jennifer Garner comes <laughs> exactly. on the scene. He's just going to keep talking about her ex-husband's wiener. wiener. No, I'll talk about him being Batman as well. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. brother. <laughs> uh, I'd rather you talk so about wait, his wiener. So wait, here's my question. Like, Did you guys like, did you watch Alias when it was on? And no. did you like what you watched in the past couple of days? I didn't watch it when it was on. But I don't really know why. Like, it always seemed like a show that I would like. It like something you would yeah. love. Yeah. Uh, and you loved J.J. Abrams. You loved J.J. Abrams, especially at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, like a few seasons later when Lost was on. Yeah, and you were yeah. a big Felicity head, too. I was not a big Felicity head. <laughs> Everybody's I, talking about it. I take Tom. umbrage with that. <laughs> um, I don't know why I never watched Alias. Like, I definitely saw episodes here and there when mm-hmm. they were on. Mm-hmm. Uh and I thought Jennifer Gardner was very attractive. Yeah, she's very pretty. So I don't know why I didn't watch it. Yeah. Well, now do you think, now that you've watched the first and last episodes of the first season, do you think you'll go back and watch the whole thing? I don't think so. Really? It seems like it why? hasn't aged that well. Okay, guys. So like a year and a half ago, I got bronchitis and I was really <laughs> sick. And then I rewatched all of Alias. And I think it totally holds up. I think it's really good, and you care about all the characters, and there's so many spies. I do like uh, Victor Garber a lot. Me too. I love Victor Garber. Tim? He's the dad? Yeah. Uh, he's one of those guys that I couldn't uh, remember what he looked like. Like, whenever he came onto the screen, I was like, who's this? <laughs> Have we met this man yet? Yeah, he's a, he's by far the <laughs> oldest person in the show. He's also, like, very recognizable. Yeah, I yeah, know, but the, CIA, the head of the, the fake CIA... Mm-hmm. Uh, SD6? Yeah, I thought he... I kept getting him confused. With the bad guy? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I know. I got a problem, man. I can't tell the million dollar baby <laughs> apart. From, I, I, and you can't tell Victor Garber apart from anyone. <laughs> yeah. So I got it bad, everybody. Uh, Victor Garber's in DC's Legends of Tomorrow mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> and very good. He plays half of Firestorm. I think he's so good. Yeah, I think he's good, too. <laughs> you know what? You know what I was bummed about? What? And this is this is hardcore spoilers. And in Legends of Tomorrow, he has the same glasses that I have. <laughs> okay. Well, That's Tim cool. gave the spoiler warning, so. 
good. The spoiler warning for the first season, uh, the the season of finale Alias. of Alias. Um, I'm I'm watching the credits and I'm like, holy shit, Joey Slotnick's in this mo- in this in this TV show. Mm-hmm. This is great. And I'm like, all right. Time for some Joey Slotnick. Who the hell is Joey Slotnick? <laughs> First five minutes, they're like, he's in the credits. He's a, he's a, he's a recurring character. They shoot him right in the neck. He's dead. <laughs> they kill him off. Uh, you had me skip over every episode with Joey Slotnick I did, in it. I wanted you to watch every single one, but then I thought it was important for you to see how the character grew between the start first. Me, start me off <laughs> Before at, you at, got the shot in the neck. Start me off at episode two where Joey Slotnick is introduced. Yeah. Not episode Who one. Who the hell but, is Joey Slotnick? Uh, from the single guy. <laughs> Tim, you don't know who Jennifer Gardner is. You don't know who Victor Garber is. <laughs> But Joey Slotnick from The Single Guy? That's who you you recognize by name? <laughs> Tom, holy shit. Wait uh, six months before he's like, uh, the the boy genius on DC presents uh, the boy <laughs> genius show. How could he be like... the boy genius if he was in The Single Guy? I don't even know who this guy is, but I know he's not yeah. a boy yeah. anymore. If he's in a... If he's in a if, as the second somebody does a, a superhero movie, Tom's like... Yeah, that's what? when they've you made it. You don't know this guy? That's yeah. Tom. He's got a that's... lisp there. <laughs> yeah, I can't that's... believe he got a lisp. <laughs> that's when they've made it. That's when they've earned their keep. <laughs> Guys, didn't you ever want to be a spy when you were little? Um, Tom did. Yeah, I went to uh, Maryland partially because I wanted to go into the FBI. That's true. You could have been like Jennifer Garner. Yeah, they could have recruited me. But they did not, no. to your knowledge. <laughs> to my knowledge, they may have tried and I didn't realize. No, and you didn't know. You just kept saying no to all those lunch dates. Well, yeah, like the cafeteria lady was like, are you sure you don't want chicken fingers? <laughs> I was like, what? No. No, just cheese fries, please. I don't buy it because you would never turn down chicken fingers. That's true. I never did. <laughs> you know what the problem? Why I couldn't rewatch it now? Why? Well, number one, because there's too much other stuff in the interim that's come out that's like, I think especially with TV, like I watched an episode of The Sopranos, like from the first season the other day, yeah, and I was like, man, that's like a bad episode of like early Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? Like uh, TV, I think they keep raising the bar. Yeah, exactly. Up in the ante. Um, and uh, number two, it's old enough that like uh. The cars look different. Like, they were all driving, like, depressing, like, 90s Ford Tauruses. That were, that <laughs> I were can't believe that bothered you. Right cars off don't the look lot. like this anymore. <laughs> it's just, I can't believe. And, and you know what? It was in that weird zone of Nokia cell phones. That weird couple of years where it's do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. It was like, that was such a stupid two or three years we had <laughs> before smartphones but everybody had a cell phone mm. and it's just like i can't, it was, it was mostly before uh before phones could vibrate yeah yeah exactly i remember in college and i've talked about this that um <laughs> i've got on right he has mentioned this on. before no i remember getting it was probably like my second cell phone ever and it was like you know whatever the top of the line you know, thin thing was razor. Mm-hmm. No, razor. I think it was a StarTech. I've never even heard line. of that. That's something that. Oh, man, this was pre-razor. Your Tim. mom told you it was as good as a razor. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just as good. Um, 
I remember getting it and like, you know, everybody at, at this is in college, but I, I worked at college. I wasn't like these, uh, these kids nowadays that, uh, all right, get to the point. Come on. <laughs> so you get a new phone. I got a new phone. And, every, and so everybody at work's like, whoa, let, hey, let's see the cool new phone. And um, I'm describing the features, which were like, it has two lines LCD. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, and you can switch it to vibrate instead of ring. Mm. And this guy uh, that I worked with was like, why the hell would you ever want that? And was just like going on and on. And I was like, well, what if you were like in a meeting mm -hmm. and you wanted your phone in your pocket so then you could uh, feel that it rings, but it wouldn't disturb everybody, but you could excuse yourself to take a call. And he was like, huh. And he went out and bought a attachment for his phone that allowed <laughs> it to vibrate because they sold that for his particular oh, I mean, model that's phone. when you should have gone into sales you should yeah. Like, yeah screw the fbi yeah yeah i'm gonna become a, a cell phone salesman <laughs> <laughs> um so to recap yeah let's let's wrap up alias right are you sure oh wait do you have more oh i have a question about it okay give it to me was jennifer garner was there ever like a Vinnie Barbarino <laughs> situation at the end or like what's currently going on with New Girl where it's like... Uh, oh, they uh, tried to like write her out? Yeah, like Jennifer Garner's on like eight episodes this season or like... Because, oh, she, because she, she got hot at the box office? Yeah, yeah. No, no. She's like in she, it, it. She's the star Garner's of all star. the... Yeah, totally. Wow, all right. Totally. Then more power to her because she was doing... Totally. She was a huge force in Hollywood, and she's like, yeah. Working I'm going to keep going to this this humdrum TV show day. <laughs> but, like, that's but, a really fun gig to Oh, have. it is. But you what, know what I mean? But, like, especially then, people were doing TV and then trying to, to, to get, get to the money. movie. Yeah, get exactly. that movie money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and when you're, when you're the lead in a show like her, and you're shooting 23 episodes, like, you're in every scene. It's a lot of work. <laughs> So you're working like crazy days and then to be like, okay, and then with the two months I have off, I'm going to make a movie. Right. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of dedication. A great woman. So guys, if I, so I think that Jennifer Garner is America's sweetheart, but who would you say America's sweetheart is? If it's not Jennifer Garner, because I can't even think of anybody else who it she, could be besides know. me. You know what? You know who would you say that Jennifer Aniston was ever America's sweetheart? No. No, she was America's crush. Well, here's the thing. Was she? I think Jennifer Garner uh, was, was, I? was That's my that's my uh was Jennifer like in <laughs> 8 years later oh. Jennifer Aniston. No. 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 Really? Yeah, yeah I don't think Cause so. Cuz like <laughs> Because, like, I feel like uh, Jennifer Garner really never chose. She's like, oh, I'm going to be, like, this action spy person on TV. But, like, then I'm going to do, like, comedy. But I'm also going to do, like, straight, like, romantic comedies. And I'm sometimes just going to play, like, the doting wife. She which I range. wish they wouldn't make her. Well, I would. No, I was going to say, and this is in my notes, that <laughs> I think. Not not to Monday morning quarterback uh, 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 Jennifer Gardner's career, <laughs> but I think she should have leaned into the action stuff harder. Oh, do you think that? That's what I think. <laughs> no, because like 
she kind of never she did Alias and then she did Daredevil and Elektra. But other than that, she Tom, didn't really nobody do. Nobody in the world knows about Daredevil and Elektra. Uh, ben Affleck, her ex husband, does because oh, that's where they met. <laughs> That is true. No, but I'm but just nobody saying, knows about Electra. Like she had like the alias. But nobody stuff. saw either movie. They saw. Nobody liked either movie. <laughs> That's true. But so you thought she should continue doing those movies that nobody no, liked? No, no, no. But I mean, Alias people loved. Mm-hmm. And I feel like going from that to the roles you were describing was kind of like splitting her fan base. Like people wouldn't wouldn't necessarily cross over between the two. I don't know. I think you're speaking as a guy that watches like exclusively like action <laughs> movies. Yeah. yeah. Make yeah. more action movies. So then I'd know more about her. I'd see more of the movies she's in. Um, do you have more to say about Alias? Do you want to... Uh... I mean, I can talk about Alias forever. Well, but we what can do you got? What do you got? No, you can, you can... No, it's okay. Guys, it's just like... She thought she was working for the CIA, but here she was working for, like, SD6 that, like, is against the CIA and trying to, like, take over the world. Yeah, but this was the first 20 minutes of the pilot. Yeah, and also know, it's guys, a TV show. But then that, wasn't, were... that didn't actually happen to her. Oh. No! Jenna, please, come out! I hate you! I hate me! I hate everybody! Jenna, what are you talking about? I want to be 30! Just let me play you this song, Okay. It'll make you feel better. I want to be 30. 30 and flirty and thriving. 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 30 and thriving. All right, moving on. Okay. Uh, 13 going on 30. Mm-hmm. Classic film. Classic yep. flick. I, I always thought it's a body swap flick. Me too. Oh, really? And that was a big thing. As I'm watching it, I'm like, so wait a minute. Is the whole movie going to take place in the 80s? And I'm like, wait a minute. This is a time travel movie? Mm-hmm. How come How come I didn't get a, a, a Google alert when this came out? <laughs> if you had asked me, number one, I would have said it's a, it's a body swap. Like and a Freaky you, Friday. Like yeah. yeah. And if you said no, I would have said well, clearly, then it's a big situation yeah. where she turns thirty in her in her present day life. Right? Mm-hmm. No, no, not at all. This no. is a, a fresh concept. Right? And did that make you think? Oof, this is edgy. No, no. <laughs> I'll tell you. Here's here's some of my initial thoughts on this okay. movie. Should we give a quick synopsis of thirteen going yeah. on thirty? I'll give a quip. Quick, a quip, uh, full of quips. <laughs> and, uh, Quip full uh, synopsis. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll give a synopsis that's full of quips. <laughs> the guy that can't say words will describe the movie to you now. It's 1987. There's uh-huh. a 13-year-old girl. She is kind of a loser, but kind of no, not. No, she's not. She's just... Well, she she's hasn't not a grown loser. Into she hasn't grown yet. into herself. And she, she wants to She desperately wants to be popular. Yeah. Um, there's like a typical uh, birthday party sad thing where like everybody's everybody's kind of playing a trick on her type thing, but not like a not a carry level mean trick. But uh, no pig's blood. No, she's obsessed. But they do just leave her in the closet. Yeah, and leave. so like they're playing like seven minutes in heaven. Yeah, she goes into the closet because the cool kids come around. Yeah, 
And then they just, they leave. Yeah, she, they well, leave. they only they got say, there to get her work for like a group project. I know. They made her do all the work. I know. So. She wishes to be big. She wishes. She's obsessed with Poise Magazine. Yeah. And she wishes she read an article called 30 Flirty and Dirty or no. Fun. 30 Flirty and Fun. Yeah. And she wants to be 30. That is her dream as a young woman to be a 30 year old. What woman. do you want to be when you grow up? 30. <laughs> 30 flirty and fun. Mm-hmm. Then. Or like 30 flirty, thir- flirty and <laughs> fabulous, maybe? Or is it no, 30 I think it's 30, 30 flirty and fun. Her next door neighbor, who's a pudgy kid, and her best friend, mm-hmm. who later you find out is the Incredible Hulk. Uh,. He is her best friend and is obviously in love with her, but mm-hmm. she doesn't see him that way. He gives her some magic dust. And a dollhouse. He makes a her dollhouse, a dollhouse. But the dollhouse was magical. 30 was... flirty and thriving. Yeah. Thriving. You were you were getting this mixed up, Tom, with the DVD release, which is the fun and flirty release. Yes, yes. yes. Um, she gets locked in the closet. The, they they play a double trick on the Incredible Hulk and tell him that she's waiting in the Wait, closet. We're still on this part. I yeah, went I'm, to look uh, the thing well, up. This is, been important. This, is important. this is important. I'm getting to the big hook. <laughs> they tell the Incredible Hulk she's waiting in the closet to kiss you. Go in there and kiss her, you you big green stud. And he goes in there and kisses her. She freaks out because she's waiting for the popular boy to kiss her. And then she just wishes she were 30, flirty, and thriving. And all of a sudden, she wakes up, and she is 30, and it's the future, her future, 17 mm-hmm. years in the future. Mm-hmm. She's one of the editors for Poise Magazine. She's staying a hockey player, which doesn't sound so great. And uh, the movie goes on from there. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like it's but also- but it's a little Freaky Friday because she's still thirteen, but in a thirty-year-old's body, and we assume that the present-day thirty-year-old soul has gone to hell. She's pushed it out of the body. Um, maybe <laughs> there's a thirteen-year-old uh, back in oh. 1987 that's like oh, so maybe it was a a time travel Freaky Friday. Maybe that's how she was like, I'm gonna ditch. The the nerd, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna become friends with Tiny Judy Greer, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> I'm gonna become cutthroat, and because it was the soul of evil thirty year old Jennifer Garner came back into her thirteen year old, and that's how uh, she rose. You know, like it's a time loop. Oh yeah, uh huh. Huh. Boy, I'd like to see a sequel. I'd like to see 30 going on 13. <laughs> it well, wouldn't let's... be a sequel. It'd be like The Lion King uh, one and a half, where you see the whole thing from Timon and Pumbaa's point of view. Ah. Tim, get us a meeting with the studios. I'd really here. like to pitch 30 going on 13. <laughs> Aaron Lee, can you put a good word in with your friend Jennifer Garner? I can, actually. I'm texting her right she now. She can EP. She could still play that role. She is an age. She looks no, the same. She looks amazing. She, she does. Not that it that we have to hold people to standards that they have to look like they looked friggin' twelve well, years no, ago. No, here's the thing. No, but that's movie magic. You know what though? In Alias, she like at first I was like, 
nah, she's not like 25 in this, but as we saw, like she is. She's just one of those people that always looks the same age. Like not necessarily like young or old. She just like season one of Alias and today she looks the same. It's probably because of Neutrogena. Mm. She is it's their spokesperson. Probably because of all that uh, those uh, that travel she does with her Capital One <laughs> rewards card. <laughs> now, Tim, travel ages you. The planes dry you out. They dry you out. Mm-hmm. Got to moisturize with Neutrogena. Yeah. <laughs> See, she's always thinking everything's cyclical with uh, with Jennifer exactly. Gardner. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, but then symbiotic relationships. Don't you think it's like a pretty good coming of age story? I do. Yeah. Um, I it like... was it was a lot better than I thought it would be. You didn't think it was going to be good. I just thought it'd be like a little more run of the mill mm-hmm. than it was. It's yeah, like... it was kind of a fresh spin on what yeah. I thought was going to be a very tired idea. Oh, good. And yeah. I'll say this about your uh, your your girl Jagar. Mm-hmm. She um. I think this role, I like the lightly comedic Me too. Jagar uh, more than I like the the action star, which is why I was like, she's kind of uh, Aniston-y, because I think Jennifer Aniston is an underrated comedic performer. Mm-hmm. I think Jennifer Garner is, like, very funny and really good at, like, playing innocent. Like, that's a really hard thing to do. And yeah. what she did in that movie is, like, well, really great. I'll tell you how. Tell um, me how, Tim. What, uh... <laughs> I'll tell you this. Did she actually do a body swap? No, even better. Uh, this was from the IMDb Trivia. Ooh. 75 out of 76 people found this interesting. Ooh. This is the highest hit rate. For uh, who, were you the 76th person? Um, Jennifer Garner spent time with teenagers to know how to act like one. Huh. It doesn't make it clear whether or not that happened when she was, like, back a when teen. she was a teenager. Because I spent time with teenagers. <laughs> yeah, we all have. Yeah, but it happened, like, uh, 15 years ago. Um, See? Commitment to the craft. Yeah. I have three comments to make about casting and acting. Okay. As, what's your... as per this movie. Okay, what's your first comment? First comment. I'm trying to think what chat. I... I'll go first with this one. Jennifer Gardner does a fantastic job playing a 13-year-old yeah, in a does. 30-year-old's body. Like, yeah. she really commits to it, and mm-hmm. you believe it. Yeah, and it's so lovable. And you believe it, but it's not too silly and over She's the not top. hamming it up too yeah. much. Yeah. Absolutely not. She's just being, like, a normal 13-year-old. It's a realistic portrayal of a fantastical idea. Mm-hmm. That's my first observation. Yeah. My second observation, some of the best kid version casting I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The kid version of her and, and the, the kid, kid vi- version of Judy Greer. Oh, the Judy really Greer. Like, <laughs> it looks Judy like Greer. a genetic experiment. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah totally. Like, the the idea that those actresses were not related to the actors playing the older versions mm-hmm. is crazy to me. Yeah. The Judy Greer is really good. Um, Third observation. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is playing a character that's supposed to be cool. But that character is less cool than Mark Ruffalo is in real life. You mean grown up Mark Ruffalo? Yeah, yeah, grown up Mark Ruffalo. Like well, I just feel like because, the f- but he's a different kind of cool. Tom. Yeah, and he was also like off his game because this is a girl he loved his whole life who rejected. But him. I just feel like the first time you see him, he's wearing a CBGB shirt and living in Greenwich Village, and you're like, "Oh, Mark Ruffalo's not that basic." No, I no, do. no. You're like, man, this guy, this is like freaking Lester Banks. 
Who's that? Who's that? Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> He's not like Lester Banks. Come on. He, Who's who, Lester who Banks? Lester Banks? He was a, a rock journalist in the 70s. Who oh, was, oh sorry, on. Tim. I wasn't born yet. Yeah, see, we're not cool enough to be Mark <laughs> Ruffalo. <laughs> exactly. Mark Ruffalo. Next next episode, we're doing Mark Ruffalo because he's going to be my friend because me and him would get along and we both look great in a tuxedo. Let me tell you. Tim, do you think you would bond by uh, wrestling? He wrestling? Was, he was in that wrestling movie. You think that's how you would... You would uh... Oh, the oh, fox catcher? Yeah. fox catcher. No. Um, Singular. No, there was, man, there was many of them. <laughs> there were many fox catchers. Not to my knowledge. Uh, foxes catcher. One catcher caught many foxes. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. He was, uh, what has he been in that I like? He's in a lot of movies. He's great. That guy He's rules. great. He's that so guy... lovable. I feel like he and Jennifer Garner are that's, so lovable. That's why I love the movie. <laughs> Just get together in real life, you two. Can't yeah. you see? It's right in front of your face. Exactly. And then? Just kidding. I don't care about anybody's personal life. Except I didn't really like the... The, like, side story of him marrying somebody that, like, he was kind of eh about seemed unnecessary. Okay, but the thing where he said to her, like, you don't always get the dream house, but you can get really close. Yeah, like, that's the he, re- he loved her. He yeah. loved the, like, fiance. Uh-huh. But, like, Jennifer Garner is the dream house. But, mm. like, guys, don't we always do that? We have a dream, and we get really close, and getting really close is great. I've never gotten close to a dream. Me neither, but I think that that'd be great. That's how my first three <laughs> marriages ended. <laughs> my first three starter marriages. <laughs> Almost that. ready for the big one. Uh, but yeah. Tom, what I can't understand is your microphone mm-hmm. level is about half of ours <laughs> yes but you are still by far the loud are you just screaming oh my over my this? my headphones are really low because I'm plugged into a different thing oh so you don't know how I don't know how loud I'm well, stop <laughs> screaming so much that I, I will not <laughs> we're still just in the same room here. we're just chatting yeah. man I have I have so many notes about this okay what's your oh um the so the girl who played the 13 year old version of uh Jennifer Gardner's character mm-hmm. do you think Ben Affleck would date that girl now no moving on she's 24 now I looked it up it's fine Anyway, Jennifer Garner thought she was so good at playing her uh, that uh, there was another movie. I think it was Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, right? Where they needed a young Jennifer Garner, and she went to the producers and was just like, "She's like, this girl, girl. I already got one." Yeah, did she? Did the girl get the part? Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. See, she's a nice person. She does seem really nice. She seems super nice. Um, I can't wait till we're all friends with her. Not you, Tom. <laughs> Not you, You're Tom. You're squeezed I'm out of sorry, the Well, Tom. I can't wait till you... I'm friends with Ben Affleck. <laughs> and we can sit around in his man cave that he made in the guest house of their of their house that they used to have together. Yeah, they're on three acres. There's and we can, space. we can just be like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Moving on. What are your other things about the oh, movie? Oh, I, I hate Andy Serkis. But I liked him so in this. Screaming. <laughs> I hate No, wait. It. Guys, who's Andy, Andy Serkis? That plays her boss. That plays. Oh. He plays. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a he's British Gollum. guy. Yeah. He oh. play, he's the guy uh-huh. who just acts like 
like he's the best motion capture guy, and he's like <laughs> Lawrence Olivier. No, he just capture. they just go to him for it. Yeah, but he yeah, acts like it's such fault. a big deal. Like nobody could do what he did. I think many people do what he does. Wait, guys, on the Academy Awards, did you see the motion capture guy that was on the Academy that Awards? That was Andy Circus. Was that him? Yeah. I loved him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was like really good at being like comfortable on stage and not reading the teleprompter. Yeah, he's an A-list actor. Yeah. He's not so A-list. Tim, Tom, take it back. No. But I did think he was very good in this. Yeah, I thought he was a believable boss for them. Yeah, I actually like that. Like the first time you saw him, you're like, oh, it's going to be like the the asshole boss. Mm -hmm. And like he kind of wasn't like he kind of was, but not really like they didn't artificially make him an antagonist. No. Tom, I think that's that's indicative of this movie as a whole, Mm -hmm. because you said Mark Ruffalo wasn't that cool. He's cooler than any dude that any girl's trying to get in any romantic comedy yeah. other than this. I agree. Look. Because he's cool, he's but he's still... He's not the dream house, but he's, if you're <sighs> no, watching these kind of... he is the dream no, house. No, for, for me watching a movie and oh, I want to okay. see a cool guy, it's not... This isn't the version, but it gets... It's close enough. Yeah, yeah. You want to see a guy even cooler than Mark Ruffalo yeah, is man, like, in uh, this movie? Joe Camel. But I did like that, that <laughs> he at least had his... Same thing like with Andy Serkis where it's like, oh, I see what this is going to be. But then you're like, oh, he's not that big of an asshole at all, really. Mm -hmm. With Mark Ruffalo, you're like, oh, he's artsy. But then you're like, oh, but he's kind of got his shit together, Mm -hmm. too. Like, it's not like, oh, he's he's too bohemian for for her. And even like when she hires him, spoiler, to work for the magazine, he's not like. I'm not gonna work for that magazine, man. He's like, whoa, there's a lot of money. Yeah, Boy, this sure I'm would be great. Do it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a working artist. Great. And I when... think Emruff would do that in the in the real life. That's too. what he does. Me too. I mean, when me he's too. in The Incredible Hulk, yeah. he's like, right. Yeah, he's you're like, gonna are you pay me a ton of money. This is a sure. ridiculous yeah. job. I'm this taking is it. Absolute shit movie. That no, that no, he doesn't think that. <laughs> um, guys, didn't no, you... honestly, I was thinking about that. <laughs> Tim, you shouldn't have said it. <laughs> oh, no. No, because I think nowadays, at least, it's like, well, everybody that he's acting with in, like, the Avengers, like, those are all good actors, like, and they all yeah, seem when like... they go to that green screen and, like, jump up and down and go, like, whoa, go attack him. But at the very least, this like... Is, they're like, this is why we got into acting. No, but at the very least, I feel like all those people are... On the same page of, like, this pays for everything else. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, this movie is complete garbage. But, uh... No, because I think I think they're not taking that... No, because I think they're not as cynical as you, where they're like, look, yeah, this might not be, like, our, our indie art house stuff that we love doing, but, like, hey, this is what we're doing. Let's do the best job we can. I do Let's think all that Mark Ruffalo tries together. his best all the time. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, like, him and Robert Downey Jr., like, I feel like they're all, also, like... Also, Iron Man is a great movie. Iron Man's a good movie. That's a really good movie. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and, like, Chris Evans does indie stuff, too, like... Mm. Uh, Oh, you don't like to speak ill of people. Apparently. You just like to do hand gestures. Yeah. It's um, smart, smart for your career. Scarlett Johansson, like I mean, that last Avengers movie, most of his scenes were Scarlett Johansson. So you you can't be like, oh, like I'm just selling toys when it's like, no, you're doing scenes with 
Robert Danny Jr. and Scarlett Johansson. Absolutely. Yeah, about well, like we must answers. defeat Ultron yeah. with the, the Infinity Ray. Uh, quick to the to Blorkin. Yes, right. Tim, Blorkin you're making yourself sound like a real asshole. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> you're um, right, guys. <laughs> what do you think about the dance break? I was going to say the <laughs> dance break. I loved because I feel like movies have you know these dance things. Mm-hmm. But then they cheap out on the song rights. And this, they went for Michael Jackson's Thriller. Absolutely. Which, who, all could, in. who could deny that song, one of the most popular songs of all time, mm-hmm. and one of the most well-known dances of all time? Mm-hmm. Like, it's believable that that group of, like, 30-somethings might all know the Thriller dance. Yeah, I mean, it's a little... It's stretching it, but yeah. It's a stretch, but it's not like we all learned this pretend dance that has never happened before. Yeah, exactly. Like, they do that in other movies where it's like, everybody knows this dance. Right, we happen to be at a prom, so we learned a dance. You made that dance up. Well, what of the fan theory that uh, that dance sequence is indicative of the fact that this is all... Oh, in a dream? Thirteen-year-old oh. Jennifer Garner's uh, imagination, yeah. and like she, and she's uh, dying. Yeah, she's <laughs> she she she'll never live to see thirty. <laughs> no, that uh, in the closet, the she's the thirty, flirty, and dying. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. It does it is kind of weird that Mark Ruffalo shows up for the party? That's not that weird because he has a huge crush on her. But he's he's goaded into doing the dance and then is like, I have to leave. I think it was weird when he left. Like, yeah. every time I've watched it, I've always been like, he wouldn't leave yet. Like, he would so wait till the end of Thriller, artificial. you yeah. know, yeah. and then be like, oh, OK, this is a lot. I got to go. Yeah, I'm making a bigger scene leaving right now than Absolutely, just because he's in the front dancing line of for 15 more seconds when I've already come this far. But like, that's a great. But dance. you could also argue that feelings were getting stirred up and he was like i can't i exactly. gotta get out oh, of here. or i get a boner i gotta his get out feelings of here. were stirred. everybody sees i have a question for you as a woman former girl <laughs> i'd like to think of myself as still a girl do, not yet a woman. do 13 year old <laughs> girls really love magazines like poison sparkle this much no i wasn't allowed <laughs> I, I read nickelodeon you grew up magazine. to be a slut <laughs> Um, and like, sometimes I think I would look at like teen or teen people. Teen people was the closest that I was allowed to get to like a teen mag until mm-hmm. I was like old enough to buy my own. Um, but... until I was old enough to buy Hustler. <laughs> Straight to Hustler. Um, but I think like, especially when we were growing up, like, People read magazines and they like tore yeah. out the pictures and in, like in the 80s, I had a yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas poster like not on my wall because I wasn't allowed I had wallpaper, but like in <laughs> in a my lot of rules what a horrible child in my locker in my locker at school. Uh, another thing, even yeah. though I know this is a different time, this is before you know we were this age, mm-hmm. but no thirteen-year-old girls loved Rick Springfield, right? Um, he was not a heartthrob ever. I don't know. You that's know before what? our time, but like, I feel like that song's a great song. You it's kn- a great song, but you know what? This just got under the wire of movies where, if they're 
and maybe I wasn't paying attention at the end during the wedding scene. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. <laughs> but uh, which one? Rick Springfield wasn't in the movie, right? No. No. I feel like starting two thousand six, oh, yeah. two thousand seven, you have a movie like this, and it's like. And at the end, Rick Springfield makes the count, and you go, "Oh, that's why it's the fucking Rick Springfield song." Because yeah. they, right, he was right, like, right. they put out right. feelers for five '80s guys, yeah. and mm-hmm. Richard Mark said no, so fucking oh, Rick, Rick Springfield. Tim's trying to stir back up uh, mm-hmm. a, an old rival. No, I'm saying Richard Marks doesn't sell out for movies, man. Wow. His music. Ouch. What? But was he as handsome? Richard Marks. Me and Rick. Richard Marks are such buddies now. He retweeted me. He tweeted back to me. Uh, All the things friends do. Yeah. Richard Marks was handsome back then, and he's, he's I would argue, more yeah, handsome how now. Do you ma- how do you marry Daisy Fuentes without being handsome? Yeah. Could you bring up a picture of him for me? Yeah, sure. Thank but you, you guys got to keep talking. Okay. Richard Marks looks like he hasn't aged a day. He looks like he's gotten younger. Really? Yeah, he should hang out with Ming now. Partially. <laughs> Partially credited to his vegan lifestyle. This is him now. Aaron Lee is taking a look at Richard Marks right now. And her thoughts are... I mean, there is a large smile on my face because he is a handsome man. Yeah. What about... His hair is a little too much. <laughs> but, it, but compared to his hair in the 80s... His hair in the 80s is this amazing. It's my friend Richard we're talking about. You're here. right. Your friend Rick. Um, when... They have that awkward scene where uh, Jennifer Gardner's character uh, goes home with her hockey player boyfriend. Mm-hmm. They had sex that night, right? They did not. How do we know There's that? no way. She wanted to play like Battleship. She wanted to play Battleship, which like yeah, I think is why I love the movie so with, much. With him stripping and she still slept over and that guy seems like a... Like a hockey player. Here's the thing. No, I think I don't think anything. In a movie with like that. this, you I just would have liked be to like, see her leave. The scene ended, and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like he gave her a sleeping yeah. bag. Nothing. You happened. didn't see her like sitting in the cab on the way over there, right? Like uh, yeah. some things happen off screen. Absolutely. Uh, there's Sex no with way a nothing w- that happened. Thirty-year-old woman with the mental capacity of a thirteen-year-old <laughs> probably did not did happen. Not happen. Didn't yeah. happen. But um, guys, what is Battleship your favorite board game? Because it's no. mine. Hell no. What? It's a game for idiots. What are you talking about? It's not a game for it's idiots. About <laughs> it's about strategy. It's about knowing knowing who you're your playing. opponent. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Up here, Tim. Well, I only play idiots, so I cannot mm. wait to play Battleship with you. Um, I, I did... got the new electronic Battleship. <laughs> That's not new. <laughs> I bought it two months it was ago. So Advertised as <laughs> new when we were kids. What do you like better than Battleship? Uh, like classic board games you're talking? I'm talking any board game, Tom. Chess? You don't know how to play chess. You do not like chess I kind of know how to play chess. Uh, no, I like Battleship, I guess. Yeah. I haven't played in a long time. Don't be too cool for school. Once you start losing Battleship, though, it's, it's a hard. Oh, it's yeah, hard. because then it's just like, oh, now you know right. and... And I wouldn't know what that feels like because I've never lost Battleship. I'd love to play Battleship. I with you. have two different Battleship games. Uh, you at can, my you house. can play both of us at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Like one of those chess guys in Washington Square Park. Yeah. Just walking. I'm going to set tables. it up in Cooper Park. 
<laughs> um, I did like the scene where she goes home to Long Island and they played Billy Joel just to hammer home yeah, the point. Like, and she was on a real Long right. Island Railroad train. Mm-hmm. It was authentic. And, and holy shit. Best, like, if you're going to go for a Billy Joel song Ugh. that's not played out. Who was the music supervisor on this movie? Because super they, smart. Yeah. Super good they one. Vienna. Nailed it. You go Vienna. with Vienna. And yeah. the lyrics yeah. are dead on. Perfect yeah. for what she's going through right yeah. then. Did this Just win the, like, the Oscar for music supervision? For, like, score, best score. <laughs> Because even like Rick Springfield, I feel like no, thinking great. back, I'm like, I just missed something. There's and a also, meaning there. Heartache to heartache. You know what I yep, mean? Yep. Love is a battlefield. Mm-hmm. Linda Guess. Ronstadt, that's her, right? No, you idiot. No. <laughs> Joan Jett. Pat Benatar. <laughs> Pat Benatar. <laughs> but like, Linda Ronstadt is nowhere near. <laughs> I get I get all these lady, these new lady rockers mixed up. Vienna is a beautiful song. Yeah, and not well known. Tom, do you know that song, Vienna? I recognized it when I heard it, but but it it is not a song I know well. Yeah, guys, sometimes myself, I will play Vienna in a cab <laughs> over a bridge. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I bet the Just cab drivers <laughs> love. It. Uh, can you put Vienna by Billy Joel on? <laughs> Do you have Spotify? I did this weird thing. Uh, I had like a half hour to kill yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, "I'm going to learn how to play all these Billy Joel songs on guitar." Mm-hmm. And uh, for some reason, I was like, "I'll arrange them so they're like." really depressing sounding not depressing just like a very uh meaningful sounded sounding ballads and i was like i'll perform these (laughs) one day i was looking up billy joel chords on the internet and being like all right i can do this all right this this will this will be a real crap thing is like if you if you played your cards right you could play this one day and it would make you richer than you could ever imagine That's my problem with Billy Joel, and especially like a song with v- like Vienna. Yeah, unimpeachable song. Yeah, the production ninety percent of it is great, but then there's the 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 a little too cheesy. The not the fact that it's an a- an accordion. Oh, the accordion. The solo, yeah. but like that, it was like do 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 Like it's like kind of like playing up to the Vienna theme. Like you think it's too theatrical. Mm. It's too cheesy. Yeah. And that's him. Like, he wrote a bunch of good songs, and then they just, like, he was like, and now some real over-the-top, on-the-nose production yeah. here. And, like, it <laughs> In just... In case it wasn't clear. Yeah, and it just takes everything out, any 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 gray area out of that song. And it's a, it's a bummer, man. So I think my coffeehouse versions of Billy Joel songs <laughs> <laughs> played on the acoustic guitar. You think you're, one day you'll be bigger than Billy himself. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I'm sell out Madison Square Garden twice a month. (laughs) I'm split on. That would be amazing if you guys were competing. (laughs) Right, exactly. I get the first three times a month. You can see Billy Joel songs being performed. Um, (laughs) One of them, it's by Billy Joel. The uh, you know I've seen Billy Joel in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just halfway through that, you remember that you didn't invite me and Tim. And you felt bad about bragging I, about it, rubbing I, it in. <laughs> I did feel bad about not inviting you guys. Yeah. Like I think we all were from had a great Long time Island, together. guys. There we was you didn't got know you Vienna. Backstage. 
just maybe showing your Long yeah. Island High hey, School. Hey, let us backstage. Drivers. Hey, pasta. <laughs> um, what would you say your number one Billy Joel song is if it's not Vienna? We'll have to come back to okay, that. Okay, fair enough. Moving on, what's your other stuff about thir- 13 oh. going on? What's, so, your, what's your number one Billy Joel song, Vienna? Well, you got, no. you have this weird thing with 13 going on 30, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do, uh, and I love Vienna. I do yeah. love it so much. I also, every time it comes on when I watch 13 Going on 30, which is a fair amount, um, I always think it's a beautiful choice. It's an on-the-nose choice, but it is a beautiful choice. Uh, what about you, Tom? Favorite BJ song? Yeah. Um, Matter of Trust, maybe. Wow. I like that one. My actual favorite song is Keeping the Faith. Mm. Um, I really like that song, and so it goes. Oh, that's a beautiful. Song. That song, but that's also like really sad, and would fit into your coffee house set, <laughs> like as is. But the other thing is, they don't. I don't think there's even like strings on it or anything. I think no, it's, it's only him. It's only piano. Yeah. Yeah. piano. And like, yeah. there's too much reverb on the piano, but like, <laughs> no, but that like, was it's like really one of pretty. the songs that like they didn't completely. Fuck up with the it's with really the production. Pretty. Yeah. Do you guys want to guess which Billy Joel song I know how to play on the piano? Chopsticks. Allentown. <laughs> you're a, you're a Pennsylvania lady. <laughs> I do love Allentown, but that's a hard song. I can't play it. Um, angry young man. Mm-mm. Tim. Tom. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pass. All right, viewers, listeners, they're guessing right now. And you're right. Yeah, no, they probably turned it off. <laughs> what is it? Um, and just the way you are. No good. All right, enough, enough Billy Joel talk. Stop screaming directly into the. <laughs> you're peeking. Like, you, I saw your mouth was on the microphone. Tim, I've just begun to peek. <laughs> the. the I like that the uh, the new format of this show is we just get really drunk yep. while kind of talking about the subject. I feel but like we're I'm talking a lot subject, of guys. 13 going on 30, which I'd I like, appreciate. I'd like to talk about a thing that I simultaneously love, but would like to hear more about what happened. about goddamn okay. Ben Affleck. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's about not the yet. movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> When she goes home, I love the fact that she doesn't have like a strained relationship with her parents, that her parents are immediately just like, they just love her. we love you. You're obviously in the middle of a psychotic break. So like whatever you need, honey. Right. But did she tell them I'm 13 <laughs> and in my body? No. no, I don't think she told. I don't think she felt the need to tell anybody mm. that. No. Because, like, she's not trying to get back to, like, she's just like, oh, Mm-mm. no, I'm 30 now. I'm just going to have to figure well, it out. I, I, life, I did man. like that when she when she explains it to the Incredible Hulk, uh, Bruce Banner, that they, that she's, that her, her <laughs> idea of what's happened is that she has just forgotten 17 years. Not that she did a time jump, that she's just like. I remember. don't remember the time between when I last remember, which was when I was 13. Right. Well, and I feel like, you know, with the parents, because, like, she had this, like, kind of crappy with it relationship with them or were to understand that, um, 
that she but hadn't talked like to them in a while. It wasn't crappy on both ends. It was just no, crappy on her, her end. end. Yeah. Like they were calling her. That, they were like that. Seven minutes in heaven really changed her. Mm-hmm. She came, She emerged from that closet. Yes. Well, because she had seven minutes of in in hell. Well, and a big question I have is like, Judy, how did they even become friends? Her and Judy you you want to know what happened? Yeah, I do. <laughs> because like I've seen the sh- the movie so many times, Tim, but I'm Tim's always just, like, how did that happen? Tim's just baiting you. He's asking you, you want to know what happened, and then when he say yes, he's gonna say, read my fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's just I trying to get everything some into a, to a, an invite. To my, my fanfic site. No, I really think, look, if you're willing to do what it takes, uh, you can do anything. Especially, like, it, within the, the, the social strata of teenagers, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're like, fuck it, I'll be a toady for a while, you wind up moving up through the ranks, right? Mm-hmm. What's a toady? Like a henchman. Yeah. Okay. So I think uh, she probably was just like, get out of here, chubby nerd, right? Right. Because we know that We know she she did that. Mm -hmm. And she's like, screw you, mom and dad, because we know she did that too. And then she threw herself on the mercy of the mean girls. Mm -hmm. Couple that with, uh, as she said, uh, as Jennifer Garner said in real life, Growing into her face, mm-hmm. I think uh, being adjacent to the Mean Girls, mm-hmm. it, being in that group somewhat, right, and then becoming uh, as gorgeous as uh, as uh, Jennifer Garner is, yeah, uh, I think by virtue, like it's like, oh, you're in the Mean Girl clique. Oh, now you're the hottest one. Okay, you're the leader of them now. Yeah, right. like I could buy. That's it. what happens. Did you guys think it doesn't was, mean it's a good thing? Did doesn't you guys so think it was weird that when Jennifer Gardner and Bruce Banner jumped off the swings that they um, used stunt people? You gotta ensure a movie, Tom. <laughs> Just saying. You it, think J.J. Abrams was like, no, no, she twists an ankle. Yeah, Alias season three is is in the shitter. Yeah, we gotta yeah. We, we gotta. Uh, make the show about uh, Victor Garber then. Yeah, the man that no, the man without a face. <laughs> um, I the one thing that I definitely hardcore did not like about this movie. Oh no, what was it? Is that the magazine redesign is the most vapid white <laughs> bullshit thing. I'm gonna turn it into. The Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah, it's just like we're going to turn our magazine into an American Eagle catalog, and that's what's going to, and it's going to bring people to tears because yeah. they love it so the much. The other thing is, like, the for all the setups that they showed of, like, their photo shoots and stuff, none of the pictures, like, were A, of the things they were taking pictures of, mm. or B, Good photographs, or see something that would be in a magazine. <laughs> like, what was... I don't understand what the magazine was supposed <laughs> yeah. to be. And I was also kind of a little bit confused with uh, with them hiring Bruce Banner because it was like, what is he still a yearbook photographer? <laughs> that would because <laughs> he kind of just did like a pretty straightforward yearbook shoot. But that was her idea. Yeah, it was pretty. Because she was thirteen. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's. 
all she knew. All she knew That's from photography knew. was as like what as, you would aspire to. But uh, and also Matt, the character's name was. Uh, he's getting married. He's getting married tomorrow, and like this never came up. Also, when he's, I'm, I'm kind of skipping towards the end of the movie here. He's getting married. He has no friends at this wedding. He's just by himself getting ready. Yeah, they didn't want to pay people for those parts. I, I think this goes to the dream theory. Yeah, yeah. that she wouldn't know who his friends would be right. as an adult. And um, also, as a young person, Matt didn't have that many friends besides her. Yeah, but he turned into such a cool Lower East yeah. Side guy. No, of course he has friends now, He'd but like, that's some... her dream. She doesn't know about his friends. Right, 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 right. He'd you know? have some cool Lower East Side buddies that'd be like, hey, man. Uh, let's shoot heroin. Yeah. yeah, let's smoke cigarettes in your in your old man's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how cool people are. Uh, but then when she changes... Well, also, when Jennifer Gardner is carrying the dream house out. I love that you just insist on calling her Jennifer Gardner. (laughs) (laughs) Over and over again. The first thing we said is like, her name is not Jennifer Gardner, right? (laughs) Good. Okay, cool. (laughs) Well, maybe if she had taken her husband's last name. All right. Oh, boy. Uh, (laughs) Also, though, I couldn't help thinking... That, like, if you were at a wedding, like me and Tim, we were at, oh, over the summer, we went to AJ's wedding, okay. which was at his parents' house. Mm-hmm. So, like, only because of that, now in my mind, I didn't think that was a weird thing in the movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was very convenient for that to be the setup. But I just kept thinking, like, when I was at AJ's wedding, if I saw, as I was, like, getting something out of my car... A woman carrying a dollhouse out of his house crying. <laughs> I'd be like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> what is that? Like- At AJ's house, I'd be like, uh, I don't know what's going on. But this is Well, maybe first- if it was some birds. Maybe if it was like a woman crying and taking a birdcage out. But uh, uh, it's just like nobody's going to address this. This would be the weirdest thing. This woman's having a breakdown. <laughs> but then also... Flash forward to the alternate timeline where she gets everything she wants. They still waited 17 years to get married? Of course they did. They still have to go through life and be, like, ready for marriage. But you're but you're led to believe that they started been dating together. when they were 13. <laughs> and yeah, waited till they were 30 to no, get married? No, I think they broke up when they were in college. And yeah. then got back together? And then got back together. I would have liked to see that. Part of me... It's- Part of me was... <laughs> it, oh, oh, it's in the uh, 30 and flirty version? <laughs> Fun and flirty version? Part of me was bummed that they didn't uh, show... The that Incredible they, Hulk? Me too. That they, but that they in showed... In all fairness, there was never a scene where he could get that angry to turn into him. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, yes, Jim, what were you saying? It kind of bummed me out that they just uh, flash forward to that wedding because, like, I think with all she learned about life and yeah, stuff, it like, would have been nice to see a little out. bit of it. Or maybe they don't end up together. But maybe she's and just maybe like, that's no, fine. But she realizes yeah. that she loves him. Yeah, she loves him when she's freaking 13. But no, like, she uh, didn't. She loved him when she was 30 and a, and a real know. piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. She was not a piece of shit. She was a piece of shit. Yeah, that's what, what she learned doing? when she was 30. Yeah, she had some... We didn't see her being a piece of that. shit. Yeah. But, the, the, but we the, learned she's the light... cheating on her boyfriend with the husband of somebody she works with. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what she learned. Yeah. She yeah, learns yeah. since I'll get when that. I blacked out in the closet. <laughs> but not when and she's lost time for seventeen years. For those seventeen years, I was a real jerk, and then she realized, "Oh, I gotta change that." And that's the whole point of the movie. Aaron Lee, how many times no, have you seen the damn <laughs> no, movie? No, I know, but like, not when she's like in like Maddie's childhood bedroom when he's about to marry somebody else. Oh no, no, she's not a piece of shit. Then. No, no, when thirteen-year-old her yeah. is in her thirty-year-old body. But in the intervening years that we did not that we see. Before don't she possessed herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was a she real, was a real piece of shit. I, I don't know. She yeah. did no, what no, she I needed to do. Yes, I know, but like. She was backstabbing. Know. She was selling secrets to Sparkle. Yeah, she was You're bad. Right. She was no, friend- I know. She was bad. Things she I would never bad. even she was, imagine. She doing. was acting really poorly. You know what I thought was uh, weird about this movie? What? I always assumed that Judy Greer was playing the typical Judy Greer just best friend role in this mm. film. And it's funny that they made the villain the best friend. The woman that always plays A the best, best friend, friend in where the protagonist is the actress that you claim that everyone wants to be their best friend. Who's mm. the best fr- who's the best antagonist for a real life best friend? A fake movie best friend. <laughs> that's that's wow. the ultimate uh, yeah. uh, wow. point of the movie. That's Who really... would you rather be friends with, Jennifer Garner or Judy Greer? Jennifer Garner. How many people... Who would you rather... Who's between Jennifer Garner and Judy Greer on your friend list? Only you guys. <laughs> I didn't phrase that question right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can we really quickly talk about this Vanity Fair article? Are you, d- are you done with the movie? Yeah, well, I've well, just described the ending. Final <laughs> final thoughts? Final thoughts, great movie. <laughs> All right, thanks for stopping. <laughs> I just want you guys to agree here. that it was a really good movie. Yeah. I said it was yeah. it was a lot better than I thought it would be. If okay. you had, I'll take it. If you had pitched it to me as it's a really high concept science fiction time travel movie. <laughs> That the Incredible Hulk's in and Batman's ex-wife. <laughs> then I would have been, I would have watched this in the theaters. Okay. Uh, Tim? Uh, should we even talk about this? Yeah, I guess a little. I, I was like, oh, okay, this is great. Like, we're do- you just happened to 
say you wanted us to do this episode about Jennifer Garner mm-hmm. right when this like big interview hits I know, the, hits so the thing. Yeah. Hits the newsstands. Yeah. Just and... like poise for a sparkle. <laughs> I thought it was uh, kind of BS. Like when Ben Affleck comes out and does press for uh, <laughs> Wait, Batman. Are you still talking about the movie? <laughs> huh? No, you're talking about no, Vanity Fair. talking about the Vanity yeah. Fair yeah. article. When, when they do an interview with Ben Affleck in advance of the Batman Superman movie, mm-hmm. which comes out like the same day as this as, new Jennifer Garner yeah. movie, it's not going to be like entirely focused on like, oh, what about your marriage? Blah, blah, blah. Like... Why can't? Why does it? Why does it have to be that uh, her whole fucking identity right now is is determined by this divorce that she went through? When that's not the case with Ben Affleck, he they're not even going to ask him about it. I bet that's not going to be the focus of any interview that he does. No bullshit. But at the same time, like somebody like her. she has to address it at some point but so why? she can move past it. It's bullshit, but like, I feel like she did the right thing of like, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna be like real honest, and then that's gonna be it. And the story's gonna be somewhat do over. Why doesn't she not do that? Why don't we not make her do that? I think she's, I think she's been not doing that since it's happened. So why not continue not doing? Because like. Well, why? The, why? Why well, are we okay with the fact that the publicity department mm-hmm. of of this was like, oh no, you can't. You have to do this. You have to go and talk about well, the because dissolution she's of your doing man. press for a movie called Miracles from Heaven, and the people who go to see that garbage are going to want to hear, well, what happened with you and Ben? I don't. I don't care. So that's why Ben Affleck doesn't have to talk about. I'm not going to be like. Well, I'm not going to you see- photocopied it and wallpapered <laughs> your, your entire apartment. But but honestly, it's like people like me aren't going to be like, well, I'm not going to go support Ben Affleck at Batman v Superman unless I know exactly what happened with him. Nobody. And yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, she's erecting a straw man over there, huh? <laughs> yeah. But but who this... what no do you know what person he's talking about? That's like I'm not going to see a movie until she <laughs> does people, an interview. The people who read, like I mean, this is Vanity, Vanity Fair. Fair. Yeah, but, no, but you don't know. I'm... There's, there's no, no, no this no, person no. doesn't I'm, exist on your not, <laughs> I'm not saying Vanity Fair. I'm saying the supermarket tabloids that have been talking about this. That's the target audience for Miracles from Heaven. How do you know? How do you know? You've not even seen Miracles from Heaven. I saw the commercial, <laughs> and it looks like the most garbage. What's it like, about? It's about uh, a, her kid is going to die, but then they fall and hit their head, <laughs> and then they're fine. They're not going to die from a terminal illness. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, I went to heaven. No, no, that doesn't happen. No, that does happen. <laughs> They're like, God the told kid? me. Yeah, the, the kid? kid says, like, God told me not to. Oh, I didn't know that part. No. Yeah. No, it's it's <laughs> one of those movies. It's like a, like a, uh, um, what, what was the, the kid who went to heaven? Uh, Burpo. No, no, Burpo. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, God is for real. Heaven is real. Heaven, heaven is, is real. real. But there is also a kid named Burpo. I think Colin Burpo. <laughs> There's so many kids that went to heaven, and they're like, "I saw my baby sister there." It's like she's when I was a kid. When I was a kid, my little brother, and it got to the point where, like, 
my parents were like, what is going on here? He would get up in the morning and say he went to Japan the night before. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's cute. But that's what little kids do, everybody. They make Mm -hmm. up stories. They're liars. But But don't you think, like, as a press person, it's a lot easier to ask somebody, be they a woman or a man, like, to want to get out of them the, like, hurt of maybe being wronged. Whereas, like, it's really hard as, like, a celebrity reporter to look at a celebrity and be like, what did you do wrong? You know what I mean? No, but I also think, in fairness to her, like, in this interview, she dispelled, like, a lot of the Absolutely. She stuff. was super cool. And I feel like if you're in, I mean, it's such a weird situation to be in that mm-hmm. very few people are in, that they're imagining myself in that, in her shoes, I would be incredibly frustrated reading these things that I'm like, no, that's not what mm-hmm. happened, like. Something shitty happened, but it wasn't that version of it. Right. Like, at some right. point, you want to be like, hey, look, this is what... I mean, I was reading a thing I'm today. just saying Ben Affleck's not going to get any of those questions. No, because, because again, no his audience doesn't question. care. Her audience does. Because they want to... And not only do they care, I think... Do you they, care, Aaron Lee? No. Aaron Lee, it could not be more no, her I audience. think it's horrible. No, but... I, like, don't want anybody to ask her a question like that because, like, she... she I don't think you know her audience, Tom. Tim, I've done extensive market research. I'm 100%. But, Tom, the <laughs> only reading, reading research you've done is that you hate women. <laughs> <laughs> I've hated women for 34 years. Tim, I love women. <laughs> Like a Tex Avery character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but reading reading this interview, Aaron Lee, as a yes. fan of Jennifer Garner, yes. didn't this make you like her even more? I think she was like classy yeah. and cool classy, and vulnerable. It, as, a, as a new fan of Jennifer Garner, yeah. it made me feel bad that she had I, to do this. That exactly. like she felt like to have a career, but I'm, I have to do this. And my shithead, fat fuck husband, who uh, who I got divorced from, yeah. doesn't have to. Yeah. And he's just the guy that everybody's like, hey, did you see his dick and Gone Girl? In fairness, only I'm asking that. But uh, uh, right, but I think given the circumstances, she played this as well as she could. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying she shouldn't. The, oh, she shouldn't. No, I, I 100 percent agree. Answer any of those questions. But no, she did it well. But like, let's let's stop making people have to do this. Well, not let's ma- stop making women have to do this. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, let's not report things this way. I was going to say, like, in Googling this stuff, like, I was reading, it was Daily Mail, their thing about, like, oh, there was a frosty exchange between the two at the Oscars. They accidentally ended up at the same Oscar party. But then when you actually read the article, it was like, no, there was no frosty exchange. They were both at their kid's birthday, like, the next day or the mm-hmm. day before. They live on the same property. Yeah. yeah. And they they tried to play up this ridiculous thing of, like, uh, because uh, Charlize Theron was in line before them at the valet. That's the only way they got these pictures. <laughs> and they were like, oh, Ben Affleck glanced at her. And they're like, his former co-star. 
and it was from 1999's Reindeer Games. <laughs> and so it weird. just and but it was playing up like Charlize newly single Charlize Theron. And, like, we don't know what happened between them. It's like, nothing happened. It was just this ridiculous... Right. They got their cars. Yeah, they were getting their cars. And Mm -hmm. it was, like, Ben and Jennifer trying to be, you know, respectful to each other and trying to care about their kids and trying not to make You know what Ben Affleck has to answer for? The leisure class. I believe he was executive (laughs) producer of that film. And... Boy, howdy. That was the worst movie I ever saw. It was a cool curve TV, though. <laughs> um, What is it about? I've uh, never even heard of the oh, it's, uh, it's from Project Greenlight. Yeah. Oh. If you have not, we're going to get you back in here next episode. <laughs> you have to watch this watch last season of Project all of Greenlight. Project Greenlight. It's the best <laughs> oh, it's season the of the television. the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> really? Yeah, go home tonight and watch it. <laughs> better uh, than, like, um, I'll watch all anything. of that alias if you watch <laughs> that. Okay. We're shaking on it. Yeah. Great. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I'm a liar. I'm a known liar. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> but they did uh, bring up, and this got more press because J-Lo commented, too, on Ben Affleck's stupid back tattoo. What yeah. an idiot. Who cares? I don't care if people get tattoos. Don't get a big back tattoo, Ben Affleck, of a <laughs> phoenix. And I thought she had a good point of, like, yeah. a phoenix rising from the ashes, so I'm the ashes. Like, this was this horrible thing you went through. No. Maybe the divorce was a horrible thing. Eh. Maybe. Maybe Batman v Superman yeah. was that horrible thing. <laughs> yeah, I think exactly. that will prove to be. Maybe yeah. that was the ashes. Yeah. It might be. <laughs> my career is not over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm rising from it. No, everything that I've heard from my sources, <laughs> the internet, <laughs> web pages on the internet, is that the movie is questionably questionable if it's good or not. But everybody said Ben Affleck's very good. And oh, that, oh uh, thank God. And that um, <laughs> uh, uh, Mark, Zuck- Mark Zuckerberg's very good as uh, as um, the bad guy. God, I've had too much to drink. I can't even remember. <laughs> oh, really? Because you've been screaming about the Incredible Hulk and how much you hate women. Wait. <laughs> you've been screaming about how much I hate women, Tim. I've told you. I've gone on record multiple times. I love women. Tom, you don't even remember what you said. Guys. So like That was you... your cue to claim that you have one of the world's greatest memories. Tim, I have one of the world's greatest memories. I love women. I love all women. If you guys had to Women give... love me. Women love me. <laughs> If you guys had to give 13 going on 30, like a five-star rating, how I many would stars would you give it? 13 going on 30. <laughs> stars, that is. Um, it it depends, because like, uh, in terms of like every movie I've ever seen, it's like two stars. But like in terms of movies... That genre? That mm-hmm. genre? That's a four. four and a half, yeah. 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 For that genre. Right. You want to know why? Jagar. Jagar. And MR Mruff. Mruff. And Jay Greer, man. Yeah, yeah. true. She's always good. True. Hell yeah. And yeah. uh Gollum. <laughs> we <said>. all <laughs> we all love Gollum. <laughs> we all <laughs> will never ta- tire of that man. <laughs> he was great on the Oscars. Let me do the dance. <laughs> I love when Tom does impressions. Yeah, just uh, (laughs) 
this is this is what you get to do as a guest. Tim, how far in are we on this episode? <laughs> we're when, an hour and a half. When we just no, get I thought to, we were a little longer. Like, ask but this is long enough that like time to do impressions. That nobody's gonna turn it off now if they haven't already, <laughs> or they've like fallen asleep at the wheel. The rest of the people just turned it off right there. <laughs> Tom, what's your best Tim impression? Oh, this is gonna be great. No, I don't do it, Tim. I can do like My a. My Tom has a lisp. Okay, heard that earlier, I heard right? that earlier, and that's. Uh, me. That I can do. Hulk. I can do like movies that uh, have uh, uh, space battles and uh, <laughs> infinity rays. Ah, uh, don't you hate everything? Ah, <laughs> uh, your opinion's stupid. Listen to my take on my opinion. Especially women. <laughs> um, guys, that's so fun. How about, um, why don't I say a topic and you guys talk like each other the whole time? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay, this is great. Tim, this is super fun. tuned out already. Um, how about this? How about just like talk to me? This is not going to get Jennifer Garner to be your friend. No, I think she likes me because I'm like I'm fun. Yeah, you're adapting. I'm adapting. I'm you're super like cool and chill. Our, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm working on a new Jeremy Irons as uh, Alfred. As Alfred? He's the new Alfred in oh. Batman v Superman. Name one other movie Jeremy Irons ever been in. <laughs> uh, he was in the Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> No fair. He played the bad guy. <laughs> he played uh, Hans Gruber's brother, you idiot. But yes. here but here's my here's my quick impression. Okay. You want to go to war? That's it. That's it? Yeah. I like that. that That's to, really good. To, That's uh, really Batman. good. Um, how about the last Alfred? Can you do him? Oh, you mean Michael Kane. Mm-hmm. Can I do Michael Kane? <laughs> I told your mother and your father. I bury enough wings, and I won't bury one more. I actually think that might be Tom's best impression. Really? Yeah. Out of all the greats. Because what's that impression you did the other night that we were like, that's a horrible impression? I don't know. It wasn't when you were talking about your friend from camp. It was a, <laughs> it was a different guy. Oh, Raul Julia? I don't do a Raul Julia. Oh, no. No, no, no. Have Tom, you guys heard about the, the time I met Raul Julia? No wait, Tim. Who was the other one that I'm Tom did Tim an impression Perf- of? Who was who was the other one that Tom did? I an think impression this of? it might be time to wrap it up. Now. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, Do I'm you have not any sure. Last words about Jennifer Gardner and or Ben Affleck or Jennifer Garner, <laughs> um, or James Gardner or Victor Gardner. <laughs> I think Jennifer Gardner is a ridiculously talented woman. Who are you going to go see Miracles from Heaven on opening night? Not. I don't on, think it's playing in New York. <laughs> I never see things on opening night, so I'm not going to do that. But I will. What if see you're it. invited to the red carpet premiere? I would love to go. I will buy a dress for it. Um. You don't own a dress. <laughs> you're wearing a dress right now. <laughs> don't lie to her. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Garner. She has many dresses. <laughs> you can Gardner, call her Dea. She's wearing an Oscar caliber dress right now. And it's, it's just what she away. wears every day. So if you called her even last minute, she'd still be I'm ready, ready to, to go. go. I'm ready to go. Um, Who would you like to see Jennifer Gardner date? 
No, this no. is not. That's not. She's not. Who would you like to see her to. date? Who would make her relevant again? <laughs> I love women. <laughs> women love me. Tom, who would you like to see? Like Ben Affleck date Tom? Uh, he's got an answer for this. <laughs> Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren is an excellent actor and a yeah. sexy lady. She is. She's not. Are you sure? She is. Mm. I think she is, t- she, She's a scary lady. I, I'd be afraid, like, if she's like, let's have sex. I'd be like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> also, well, I, I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, like, I would legitimately forget because it'd be like, yeah, so intimidating, so intimidating. Um, No, I, like, all, all joking aside, I think... <laughs> I think Ben Affleck is a. I mean, granted, these are celebrities. We don't know what their real lives are like. Mm-hmm. But I think he's a royal bonehead for not sticking with Jennifer Gardner. Because it seems like before then, he had like questionable tastes. Or not questionable. He was hanging around with Kevin Smith a lot. Yeah. He didn't have questionable. <laughs> if, she did, if nothing else, she got him to stop <laughs> hanging out with that guy. If, uh, not that it. Well, and Kevin Smith has said, like, I don't see Ben Affleck anymore because I don't think his wife likes me. (laughs) (laughs) She's got very good taste, we found out. Exactly. Uh, I don't think necessarily he had questionable taste, but I think he was, like, part of the whole Hollywood, like, who's who's it right now? Who can I date? And I think that they definitely... (laughs) Are are you laughing at how how much Tom cares about Ben Affleck? I'm laughing at the I just want what's best for him. (laughs) But I think... He thinks that, like, we had asked him for this this analysis. But I think Jennifer Gardner... I mean, meanwhile, he can't get this woman's name right. It's an entire episode, episode is about her. He's been talking for, for an hour and a half, calling her the wrong name. I think that she genuinely loved and cared about him. I think he loved her, too. <laughs> Guys, I'm giving I my mean, analysis. I agree. They love each other. Why are you telling us? us I think, I think, I get it. I can put myself in Ben Affleck's head. That being, he why are you doing this? Listen, he put on that Batman suit and it went to his head. And he thought, Batman doesn't have a wife. He doesn't have a girlfriend. He's a loner. I need to be a loner so I can really be Batman, which I get. And I wouldn't say that I would do anything different. But it was still a mistake. Because you're not going to be Batman forever, buddy. And that's my two cents. <laughs> Why did you say Why did you give that speech? Because <laughs> I that, thought it was important. That might look... <laughs> Ben Affleck to hear? Yeah, but everybody to hear. It's something um, everybody should hear. You're right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know no why one. the last 10 minutes happened. Me neither. Um, we were talking about Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Tim, you're America's editing. sweetheart, put these, Jennifer put Garner. Put these last 10 minutes in the front of the episode so it hooks people in. <laughs> I like that you're also sitting like and, it's like a fireside chat. And <laughs> it'll increase the odds that uh, Ben and Jen will hear it. Maybe it'll get them back together again. Tom. Tom. 
Um, We're talking about the woman's work here. Her work. Her, like, yeah. extremely good work as an actor. I'll t- and I'll tell you what. Ben Affleck seems like he's a piece of work. He <laughs> seems like he's work. Got that big, dumb tattoo. Do you guys have a Capital One card? I do. I do. I do not. She hasn't got me yet. I'm telling you, man. And you were going to kick me out of the circle? I wasn't. I just keep messing up your names <laughs> the whole episode. Just keep messing up your names. Yeah, Tom's definitely gone. Great. Just Garner comes I in. I think he's gone whether or not she joins I know. I might just this, meet yeah. somebody on the street yeah. and have Tom be gone. Have me what? Be gone. Be gone? You're going to have me For my friend killed? circle. Oh, I see. That's fine. I'll I'll be hanging out. I'll be hanging out at uh, Ben Affleck's guest house. Kevin Smith's probably back in the circle, <laughs> showing up at the twelve pack. Yeah, I'll be showing up at the twelve pack. It'll, the the guest house will be thick with cigarette smoke. Are you gonna start smoking cigarettes? Ben, now? ben Affleck will have his shirt off, showing off his new tats. <laughs> Would you get a matching Phoenix tattoo? No. What if he asked you to? Yeah, what if just to be a what part of the crew? What would he offer me in return? To You're be part bros, of the crew. Yeah. You're bros. Oh, fuck. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I need it in writing. I need a guarantee. <laughs> like, he's like, we'd be bros if yeah. you get this huge Phoenix For at tattoo. least this many years, and you'd be able to come on set. If I could come on set for Justice League, I'll get a, I'll get a face Aaron tattoo. Aaron Lee. Yeah. What? Could Jennifer Garner ask you to do? Yeah, flip the tables that you would not do. That I would not do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, would you murder for her? <laughs> I wouldn't. I would not murder, Good. not knowingly. What, if I what could, le- like, what like legal murder thing without? Could well, she what ask if? You to do? What if it was not knowingly, but it was like, I wanna, I wanna kill my ex husband Ben Affleck. I'm not gonna kill him. I think he's a, well. No, he's a but guy. but I'm gonna give you one thing to do. That's part of a twenty-step scheme. But you mm. also have in the back of your head that she doesn't really want to kill him. She still cares about Absolutely. him. Absolutely, and it's just a other. friendship test. I would do a if like Jennifer Garner was like, "Hey, will you knock over this candlestick for me?" Knowing that it might be like the no, first he- in a series. Of like starting uh, Rube an Goldberg. arson fire, yeah, okay, yeah, or like, knowing that it's next to the drapes, <laughs> right? And exactly. then to sleep in the next room, <laughs> passed I out. Know drunk. That there might be other things, but I don't need to like, like know it while I'm doing it. You know what right. I mean? Maybe not I, I even. Maybe it's candle. not even arson. Maybe it's, uh, if you, oh, just light this candle. But then once the candle's lit, it burns the string and then the yeah. right. string exactly. hits the hammer and the hammer right. scares the chicken and the chicken <laughs> lays the egg and mm-hmm. then suddenly an axe uh, decapitates oh, somebody. Man. Yeah. somebody somebody we don't know who we don't know <laughs> five who. feet away you know, uh, all you did was light a candle all i did was light a candle and jennifer gardner i would do that now you're calling her jennifer gardner <laughs> <laughs> i did not um yeah what would you do for your new friend? I don't think Tim would do anything for either of these people. What? I'd uh Tim is all in on the Jennifer. I'm Garner kind train of all now. in. I'm uh What would you do for for Matt Damon? For Matt Damon? Would you go back to Mars to get him? No. I would. 
That's what I disagreed with that whole movie. I uh, would. I'd be like, cool, I guess go to Mars again. I think... Again? Because you've been there already. Well, the people who had to go back to get them. Okay. The last 30 minutes of that movie... Get you didn't me, like him? Get out of here, man. Ah, that's good. As soon, I, yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah. It's it's a great movie, and then, or it's a good movie, and then it's like, oh, you thought you were going to get out of here in like under two hours? <laughs> no way. <laughs> we're just gonna, It's going to be another half hour of just like stuff where you know what's going to happen. Here's the question I have for you guys. Do you think there's like bromance before... Romance. Ben and Matt. What do you mean? Or do you think he, they were like the original bromance? I think Romantics. Men, two men were friends with each other before they were friends with each other. That's what you're asking? <laughs> That's what I'm asking. Did yes. friendship happen between men <laughs> yeah. before yeah, no, I was, I was, Ben uh, and Matt? Yeah. So they weren't the first friends ever, you don't think? Uh, I'll tell you the original bromance. Yeah. Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise. <laughs> Yeah, they, they were the ones who started it before okay, that. Before that, men were not. What about friends, the Rat right? Pack? Oh, screw but, like, those there guys. There weren't like two of them that yeah. were always not, together. Not you know like Bert about, and Dom. Yeah. Do you, who do you think is the Dom in you guys' situation? <laughs> the, the, the dominant one? <laughs> I know Tom would fancy himself a Burt Reynolds. I He's got the same last name. Grown a mustache before. Well, Tim currently has a mustache, though, That's you true. could argue. That's Tom true. had a goatee in uh, <laughs> high school. That's true. Did you That's know how that? I got beer. I didn't know that, and it like makes me shiver to this day. All right. I think we should probably wrap this up. There's not much going on here. We've picked nope. the bone kind of clean. We didn't get into... Oh, do you want to uh, quickly go over the rest of her career? Sure. It's about the work. Daredevil. Right? Mm-hmm. Electra. Um, I never saw Electra. So she was in uh, Pearl Harbor. Mm, not good, guys. Not good. I'm she skipping was a lot. Lovely, but not good. Um, Spin City. She played on uh, one episode. She played on one episode. <laughs> she was a day player. Christ, wrong with I me. bet she was great. On what that else was she in? Grandpa. <laughs> Mr. Magoo. <laughs> Tom, you haven't seen the Mr. Magoo movie? That's surprising. <laughs> it's He's uh, got Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I've seen part of it at least. Um, <laughs> ah, it's Mr. Magoo. I've seen part of it. I can do a pretty good Mr. Magoo. Do it. Ah, it's Mr. Magoo. Uh, dude, where's my car? Mr. Magoo was also Thurston Howell III. Mm, lovey. Um, Oh, crap. Can you fetch me the coconuts? Catch me if you can. Yeah. I forgot she was she's in that. In she ca- was very good she in that She was great. Movie. And that's Catch a me good if movie. me can is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Catch me if me can. <laughs> Catch starring, me if me can. <laughs> Lucky, the, the <laughs> leprechaun from Lucky Charms. Oh, Catch, Catch me, me if me you can. can. Uh, she played Electra Nachos in Daredevil. <laughs> uh... Oh, elect- Oh, this is- she reprised the role for Electra. Yeah. Catch and release. That's like a rom-com with who? M- um, I want to say... Is it McConaughey? Who the hell is this guy? Is this... Oh, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, Oliphant. And Kevin Smith is fourth build in this movie? Huh. Maybe that's why they didn't get along. Cripes. 
the Kingdom. I don't know what that is. Me Have either. you seen the Juno? Video? I forgot she was in Juno. Yeah, she's she's great very good in, in Juno. Juno. Have you seen the video of uh, Dinner for Five where you can see where uh, where she falls in love with Ben Affleck? No. Yeah. You said Tim, it you've to me? seen this, right? Yeah, I have. It's it's nothing. It's like no, it's something. <laughs> you can see sparks. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> and then uh, did uh, I never saw Dallas Buyers Club? But uh, oh my god, she, does she figure prominently in that film? Yes. Wow. And and like Dallas Buyers Club is a tough movie. Yeah, but it's really good, it. and she's great in it. Yeah, I didn't. Re- she's like not in the trailer, really, right? No, but she's important. But yeah, in the movie. that's why I read yeah. she has like a big role. I haven't seen it either. Uh, oh, we should you get Andrew should Gregory it. in here because uh, she's in Draft Day, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was she? In draft day? Yeah. No, wait, did you guys watch Draft Day? Um. Yeah. No. Yes. No. No. Never seen. Never seen it. Me neither. Draft. Um. Except for the Wonder she Years. Was in draft Day. Yeah, and she was also in this movie that I recently saw, uh, Danny Collins, which wasn't a bad film. She was very good in it. I don't I think even I haven't heard about that. that yeah. It's got Al Pacino as Ooh. like a Hoo-ah! yeah, it's like a there you go more as a kind of <laughs> Neil Diamondish kind of guy. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Is it recent? Yeah, it came out like last year. Nice. Can I watch it on the? You can. Sweet. We watch it on VOD Caroline at my uh, parents' house. Video on demand. Yeah. Okay. You have cable. Is it available on Blu-ray? Probably mm-hmm. the bluest ray. In, in the fun and flirty version. Of <laughs> That's the only versions of movies I'll watch anymore. <laughs> All right. Had enough. This is. This is an embarrassment. This, this is, is been pop everything. Uh, Aaron Lee. Yes. Where can people find you? Twitter. Um, <laughs> you tweet sometimes. Uh, like once every six months, I tweet. Something. What's your handle? Uh, at absolutely els. Yeah. They can. Uh, they can look me up on the internet on my website. Oh shit! You have a website. <laughs> um, there's not that much on there though. But you can join it because I need more traffic. That's on purpose. It's AaronLeeSchmoyer.com. <laughs> Where's the accidental traffic on Brazil? From? There's so many people that go to my website from Brazil. Really? Do you know it's why? Like, by far, I can't figure it out. It's like the number one traffic by far is from Brazil. It doesn't Aaron, make any it's a, it's sense. a hundred million visits. It doesn't a month. make any sense. Aaron Lee Schmoyer, S C H M O Y spell E too. It's not L E E. I know you dumb dick, but I'm spell I'm spelling one thing, and you're talking over me. Well, like, well, you should spell something else too. Well, I'll spell it from the beginning. Jesus, fuck you, do it. Yeah, try to e- spell something right oh, now. E R I N L E I G H S C H M O Y E R dot biz <laughs> B I Z <laughs> dot com dot com. When does this air? Um, I was hoping to put it out uh within the next twenty four hours. Wow! Oh, great! So if New York people are here, do they want to come see me get drunk and read a restoration comedy play? Hell yeah! On Friday. Because all of, yeah, how did you know? I think I, you posted on Facebook. Oh, maybe? the book. Um, you guys should come. It'll be fun. Maybe I haven't rehearsed it. Is so. it on your website? 
No, not yet. But <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> People got to book these flights from Brazil. Um. Yeah, I'm doing an improv show on Friday. You guys, Saturday, Saturday. I'm doing Saturday. Show. So just like come in around. the park. I think it was the Fourth of July. All right, guys. Nobody. My birthday, the first of July. <laughs> Nobody has listened this far. Now give another speech about Ben Affleck and <laughs> yeah, how exactly. you hope he finds love. Well, that was in, all the way in the beginning, Tim. If you edited this the way I told you to, we each have eight minutes for you to just give us another nice all soliloquy. Right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this quarter's episode of Pop Everything. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron Lee. Oh, you're welcome. For joining us and, and recommending a, a great comedy yeah. for people to see. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. Great. It's fun. And all the seasons of Aliens. Also on Netflix. I'll watch all the seasons of Aliens. <laughs> uh, you can follow us at Pop Everything. You can follow me at your pal Tim. You can follow me at Tom Reynolds. And uh, for Aaron Lee Schmoyer, <laughs> Tom Reynolds, and Jennifer Garner herself, this is your friend Tim signing off. Good night, everybody. Yeah, keep waving. <laughs>